Hey, everybody, this is John Tatey welcoming you back to Pop Mom, the podcast where culture is relative. Yes, it's time again for my mom, Bonnie Tatey, to share her view of pop culture, small town life, and the riddles of human nature. On this episode, Mom reviews the Irish sitcom Dairy Girls. Let's bring Mom in now. Hi, Mom. Hi, Johnny. How are you? I'm good. We're finally getting to Dairy Girls this week. We are. And um, I'm so happy because now Daddy and I are watching it again for the third time and enjoying it just as much. All right, listen, I have a question for you. You finally also did a little thing that I sent about the kids and you interviewed them yeah. with some questions. And yeah, uh, let the people the, know. Mom came up with a list of questions for me to pose for the kids. Let, gives people some examples of the questions uh, you asked. Like how much would it cost to buy a house? Or if you had a million dollars, what is the first thing you would buy? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they're not all money had- related, but yeah. Oh, were those two? <laughs> Those are, that's just a coincidence. You know, what's your favorite food? Yeah. What do you like to eat? What do you like to do? Uh, there's like 20 questions. They were super fun. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. And and they were, they the kids really delivered. Uh, but I was concerned about Eve's answer to what is her least favorite food. Um, and I think we'd all be concerned if we heard this because... What was uh, her least favorite food? I forget. Well, her least favorite food was uh, spaghetti with poop. Oh, that's that's right. Neither kid understood what least meant. Least, right. So first when I asked her her least favorite food, she immediately volunteered hot dogs. Um, and then, yeah, I, I prompted her and said, well, what's a food that you don't like that you really don't want to eat? And. Yeah, uh, spaghetti with poop. Uh, now, how frequently is that served at not, your house? I can't remember the last time we had spaghetti with poop, honestly. I don't know how that came up. She didn't even she, laugh when she said she it. She was very matter-of-fact. Yep, there is a slight twinkle uh, <laughs> revealed in the eye, like, did I get you? And you just kept going on, and so did she. Mm-hmm. She, she, she was a real trooper with that one she's always trying to get me she's always trying to make me laugh as she she was hoping and she gave nothing away she's a natural i think Uh, yeah definitely she's a young comedian absolutely (laughs) but it was and it was very interesting to me that if leo had a million dollars he would first purchase a donut and i said i said that he is he is one of us he is one of us yeah a donut and a hot dog. I mean, a hot dog. That's what my sister and I talk about all the time is going to Concord and having a hot dog from the hot dog cart lady. Mm-hmm. Hot dog and a donut, the secret to long life brought to you by That's Bonnie Tatey. Right. <laughs> Fill yourself up with those nitrites. That's what keeps it fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Yeah. But you know what? I did have a real donut. Did I tell you this? Tell me. I know you didn't. Oh, I mean, what what does a real donut mean? Well, like not something from the supermarket. Okay. You know, in a box, a real donut. (laughs) Okay. A real. Yeah. You know, this is one of the 
one of my I'm easily persuaded if if there's a commercial for hot dogs, I immediately want a hot dog. Well, I like a hot dog, but that's yeah. that's not well, a good example. Yeah, but that's how advertising works. Yeah, I know <laughs> it works with me. Anyway, it's been well over a year since I had had a real hot dog, and Jenna brought up the story of the chicken farmer rock mm-hmm. Jenna Newbury, is my sister right and there's a rock in new in Newbury that you know for what 30 years 40 years has had a sign that somebody painted on it I love you chicken farmer and a couple of years ago the state came in and painted over it and there was such an outcry. They painted over the chicken farmer like, sign? They did. They did. After, Why? After what? Because somebody made a complaint. <sighs> they should make a, so a, a the, landmark of it. Exactly. Exactly. So the state came in and painted a big red square over it, which is much more attractive, <laughs> let me just tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's what, what you want. What an improvement, really. <laughs> it was just miraculous. Well, anyway, one night it appeared, I still love you, chicken farmer, oh. appeared, and the state agreed to leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> And there is a whole story about it. And if you Google it, uh, you can read about it. It's the Chicken Farmer Rock. What? In, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, in Newbury, New Hampshire. And there's a whole, you'll find a whole, the whole story about who painted it, who didn't paint it. And oh. there you go. So it's a local thing, a local yokel thing now what arm of the state bureaucracy was sent out to paint over this like the department of homespun signs like who did you contact even to i don't know i'm sure if you call any government number they'll switch you over and over and over and over as any call is required to be done if you call the government Yeah. yeah Uh, till you land in some department where somebody gives a rat's ass about something like this. But do you remember years ago in tribute, the kids at the high school painted inside the overpasses murals and the state came by and, you know, spray painted gray paint all over them. And, but now, and somebody spoke up and now they are repainted, I think almost every year. With a new mural. That's a good way to do it. So anyway, I digress. So the little coffee shop in Warner has a potter, a local potter, that makes mugs that say, I still love you, chicken farmer, Mm -hmm. on them. And so I wanted to get one for Jenna. And I went down two Sundays ago, and they had donuts from... Brothers Donuts in Franklin that makes real homemade donuts. Okay. Well, I was very excited. So I got five donuts. Five? What kind of number of donuts is that to get? Five (laughs) donuts? I've never heard of such a thing. 
Well, the problem is, here's the problem. It was in, it was the little cafe. It was indoors and there was only one other person in there. Everybody had masks on, but as you know, I'm having a little anxiety problem when I'm in a closed space. As are many of us, of course. Yeah. And five donuts. Uh, I just panicked and had to go then. <laughs> so, I know. You know, I know it's <clears throat> the other day on the podcast, I told a story about how I filled up my gas tank and it, you know, because the thing clunked early, I ultimately right. only filled it to like 85% and how irritating <laughs> it was for me to get in the car and not see that. And now this is the same thing. Five donuts, again, 85% of the, like, right. just get a half dozen. It's like right. an itch I can't scratch, Mom. Well, he was putting them in bags, and he was using tongs to get them out of the donut boxes to put them in. So it was a little, you know, it wasn't like he had a glove on and he could grab a donut. He was using tongs, and it took longer than it really should have. And then, you know, okay, I got the sprinkle donut. I got the glazed, I got the Boston cream, I got the jelly donut, and then he had another donut that I didn't recognize that turned out to be a coffee cake donut, and I thought, well, we've we've talked enough. That's about all the air I can tolerate between us. I have to go now. <laughs> so I don't know what I, I forget what I missed out on, but, but what a treat that was, and I got uh, mugs for Jenna and Brooke. How nice for them. <laughs> well, it was in keeping with the chicken farmer story. We had talked about it. We both, we all three, Merrick, Jenna, and I get yum boxes. I guess it's once a month. Mm -hmm. And then we, we all FaceTime together and taste all the treats that are inside. So this came up during a yum conference. Okay. Okay. Uh, and which donut did you eat first? Do you want to guess? Uh, list them off for me again. Jelly, Boston cream, glazed, sprinkles, coffee cake. Glazed. Jelly. <laughs> okay. Jelly donut. Okay. Squeezed with all that raspberry jelly. Listen, if you haven't had a real donut in over a year, there's nothing like it. Delightful. Well, I have had a jelly donut brought to you by the skilled uh, donut makers at Dunkin' now, Donuts. Uh, yep. Dunkin' Donuts are all now made in one central location of the United States and shipped to you by truck. And what where... a land of wonder and delight that must be. Mm, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts factory. Willy Wonka, eat your heart out. <laughs> None of them are made anywhere anymore they just get these blanks and then they stuff them with this or that but they're 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 not the exciting donuts that they used to be remember do you remember time to make the donuts of course well i'm not not ever sure <laughs> uh which group you're in of of my children um but, you know, they used to be fresh and hot. Just like, remember the time we were in New York? Oh, my God, this is really deteriorated. But remember the time we were in New York and we walked a, some distance to get to, oh, 
What is the hot donut place? Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. Oh, Lord. Do you remember that? Uh, of course. Walk, that long walk to Krispy Kreme? Yeah. Yeah, because we had to walk all the way down to Penn Station, which is where the closest Krispy Kreme was. We were, um, that's when I was living in Midtown, right? Um, Probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. We walked all the way down to Penn Station, so like 25 blocks for a donut. It was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. We tried everything. I loved all the gimmicky Grace papaya hot dog. I mean, I loved all that stuff when you lived in New York. Grace papaya, not that good, right? Well, I, I didn't say it was good. I just yeah. said we tried it all. We just loved it. That's why we tried it. Yes. it To me, it looked like a very sad... Uh, well, let's just end it there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is one gloomy wiener that they stick in that yes. bun. Um, yes, it is. And the papaya, the papaya drink that gives the place its name, it's like fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's famous. I mean, maybe none of our listeners have heard of Grace Papaya, but it's a New York icon. Here's a trivia question for you. Picture okay. the Gray's Papaya storefront, which does still exist, by the way. Um, still a okay. going concern. Uh, for a very long time, despite the progression of events, uh, they have had a sign on the front of their store that offers what kind of special? Save $1. It says, blank special, save $1. What kind of special do they offer? Mm. Even though times have changed and changed back again. COVID special? Nope. This has been there a very long time. It says recession special. Save one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mom, have you got your shot? You did, right? You were just about to get, get it last shot. time we recorded. Yes, 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 I did. And let me tell you what a weird experience it was. Oh, really tell weird. Me. Yeah. Well, you go into the, it, it was in a out-of-business department store. So it's huge. Oh, right, and, the empty J.C. Penny. Yeah. Right. Did you get yep. to drive around and knock down some of the mannequins? <laughs> There's, n- <laughs> There's, no- <laughs> There's nothing inside. There's nothing inside. Oh, I I pictured driving through a big sweater display. No, Bam! No, no, sweaters all everywhere. Pro- all the produce, all the produce, all the, pro- <laughs> <laughs> all the No wonder are- they went out of business. <laughs> I, know. I I know they weren't advertising correctly. <laughs> um, all this, it was empty. It was empty, and there's yeah. just tables set up here and there. And it, here's what was weird. It was all young men in National Guard outfits. There wasn't a woman oh, geez. Uh, anywhere. It was all these young men. Now, you know, I, I am sort of indiscriminate in talking sometimes. Well, pretty much all the time. But, <laughs> yeah, but when from it's, time you to know, time. Yeah. From some time to time. That's right. 
So I went over, you, you're greeted by somebody, and he directs you where to go. Now, you would think that this was like the Patriots playoff game. It's set up for that many people, and it was just me. <laughs> oh, my God. What happened? Did I don't you- know. It was just me. And when I, I'll tell you, when I got to the end, there were eight people who had had their shots and were in the, you have to wait a little bit after you get it. There was eight people. So I went in and I'm directed to this area where there's two of those big, long, like lunch tables. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Long tables. Yeah. So there's three of them set up on one side of the aisle, which is big enough to have a dance floor and whatever. And then there's three on the other side. So there's six people waiting to check me in. <laughs> wow. You must have felt like royalty. Well, I thought this is a little Twilight Zony, yeah. really. Because yeah. this is like nothing like the pictures I've seen on television of of crowds waiting. And I'm yep. thinking that this is a scam. Maybe I should leave. I mean, it was just very odd. Yeah. Disconcerting for sure. So I get the one guy and I'm checking in and I say what happens with my next shot and he mumbles something because none of these people are are over 25 Mm -hmm. at best Mm -hmm. you know they could be boy scouts for all I know but they have national guard (laughs) insignias on And mind you, I don't care if they are Boy Scouts. Yeah, but, sure. Okay. So he looks over and somebody tells him the answer. And he says some answer to me, to which I have a follow-up question, which I direct to the other person that answered. And, uh, and he looked at me and I said, well, I don't need your answer. You don't know what you're talking about. I want to talk to somebody that knows. And the third guy laughed and I said, well, I'm not trying to hurt his feelings. I just, I just want the information correctly. And so at this point, old stone face hands me my card and I thought, well, you're in for a very long day, buddy. If you, if you're going to maintain that demeanor, (laughs) I go over, I get my I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah, like in the range of questions to be ready for, I feel like right. what about my second shot is right there at the top. Like, right. of course, people are going to ask that. Yeah. Well, he had no answer for me. And, you know, I look at him and I'm thinking maybe he's hungover. Maybe uh, he's shy. I don't know. And then yeah. I thought, well, mm-hmm. this is not my job to figure it out. <laughs> and. So I left. I just left. I took my card and left. And um, I went and got my shot. I went and sat in the waiting area that has somebody standing there just watching these people. That's all he does is is just look at you. He's not looking at his phone. Yeah. I mean, there was enough personnel there to... uh, I don't know, do something really big and important. 
And then there's a person to say goodbye to you on the way out. Oh, that's nice. Again, well, you know, you must right. have felt like royalty. I was left a little baffled by it. But let me just tell you, when I get my flu shot, I leave with enough paper to <laughs> publish my own I book. I know. It's true. Yeah. Not the case for the COVID vaccine? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing but this card. So when you go home and start having a little bit of chills and you're very tired, you just have to assume that it's the shot because you have no sheet of paper that says you may experience these symptoms or if this happens, go to the emergency. Nothing. Nothing. They just let you out into the wild with absolutely no information unless you've had the presence of mind to ask these questions while you're there, which I think is weird. Yeah, well, the whole situation is weird, but I'm glad you got your shot. Good job. Me too. All right. Uh, last thing I've got, Mom, is uh, I understand you undertook a quest for distilled water. What is this? Well, it's very weird what stuff is on the shelves and not on the shelves still. And distilled water has been a constant. Uh, they never have it um, at the local grocery store or the local pharmacy. And so when we needed some last week... I, uh, well, before this, I had ordered it online, which dad thought was ridiculous. But of course, then he ran out. So now we are desperate for distilled water. And we say, well, we'll get it at the pharmacy. So we go out last, I think, Tuesday. What do you need Monday. it for? Uh, dad's CPAP machine. Oh, okay. Uses distilled water. And so we went, we had to get a prescription. So we went to the, we went to the pharmacy, no distilled water. So I say, well, let me run into Hannaford's and no distilled water uh, there. We call down to Warner. They have both brands, he says, of distilled water on the shelf. And so now we drive down to Warner, which is like a 25-minute drive. Both brands. Oh, no, yeah, I only prefer Acme brand distilled water. <laughs> I th their hydrogen well, atoms are just a little more pure. Well, let me just tell you, the difference, Poland Spring was $1.29, and Market Basket distilled water was $0.99. Cents. <laughs> For exactly the same thing. I imagine. Yeah. I mean, distilled water, distilled water. But your father is worth the best, so I got him brand name Poland Spring because oh. I love him so much. Yeah. So anyway, a, a little quest that should have taken us half an hour ended up being like two and a half hours of traveling all over. And we came home, it was dinner time. <laughs> Just to find two H's for every one O. <laughs> Distilled, though. Distilled. Yeah. Well, congratulations on distilled water and your vaccination. I Thank don't know you. why you say it hasn't been an exciting week for you. Um, <laughs> that's action pack. Should we get on to our review? Yes, okay. let's do that. This week, Mom and I are talking about Dairy Girls at Mom's long-lasting request. Um, finally, we're getting to Dairy Girls. Set against the backdrop of Northern Ireland in the early 90s, toward the tail end of the violent period known as the Troubles— 
Derry Girls revolves around the life of a tight-knit group of Irish girls and one English boy who the Irish kids regard as exceedingly strange. Saoirse Monica Jackson plays Erin Quinn, the central character in The Teen Bunch, a sensible Catholic school kid with a tendency to get swept up in crazy situations like a nun who dies while overseeing detention or a dog who pees on a statue of the Virgin Mary, creating the hubbub of an apparent miracle when the pee is mistaken for tears. Beyond the teen bunch, Tara Lynn O'Neill plays Aaron's mom, Mary, anchoring a supporting cast of perhaps equally daffy and combative grown-ups. Here's a clip. Thanks for coming, guys. It's nice to have a bit of support at this very difficult time. You thought she was a dick? I never said that. You did, Aaron. I had definitely heard you say it. Okay, can I just check something? Everybody else can see the dead body, right? It's just Brady. It's Brady's corpse. It's Brady's dead corpse. It's her wig. What were you expecting? Haven't you ever seen a dead body before? Of course not. Christ, but the English are weird. You can touch her if you want. Why the hell would I want to touch her? That's nice. Stop it! It's just a dead body. Dames are all going to be one someday. Oh, thanks for that, Claire. Yeah, that's helped. It really makes you think, doesn't it? Death. Just, just makes you want to do everything and just try everything. What's going on, Michelle? Do you want to say something, class? What is it? Prepare yourself, girls. Scones. That's right. What's so class about scones? Scones are lovely. Aye, I like scones. No, these aren't any old scones, girls. These are funny scones. Aye, they do look like a crack, in fairness. Funny scones. They're jug scones! She's put the jugs in the scones! Too fucking right, I have. I wanted to do brownies, but this was the only recipe my ma had, so... We talked about this, Michelle. We agreed. No, we didn't. Anyway, drugs aren't illegal when you put them under food. Everybody knows that. Is that right? I'm not sure that's right. Both seasons of Dairy Girls are available on Netflix. Mom, is this show dairy good or dairy bad? It is the dairiest goodest <laughs> ever! <laughs> Tell well, me you why are... you love it so much. Oh, I just... This has, this is perfection to me. I think the the zaniness of it is just believable. It's it's mm. not over the top. Mm. It is just believable. It's very close to the line, but it doesn't go over. And these girls are just hilarious. Uh, they are not pretty prettied up for the screen and uh, they seem sort of real to me uh, absolutely i i appreciate what you're saying i liked it um so i'll i'll get that out of the way okay. up top uh, All right. i enjoyed it i i didn't i wanted to know why you were so eager because this has been like a standout show for you right <clears throat> yes very and much so. I watched it and I thought it was a well-made single camera sitcom, uh, you know, which means no laugh track, etc. Um, I there was nothing that jumped out at me at like this is this is a show number one with a bullet. Uh, I I watched an episode that you had me watch, which is um, first they're at a wedding and then they're at a wake. <laughs> uh, when when a, one of their when an aunt, some great aunt drops dead at the wedding, and then we go straight to the wake, and um, one of the girls brings uh, marijuana laced um, uh, scones, 
And they, you know, they get mixed up in with all the other food at the wake and then, you know, mayhem ensues, right? Um, yes. To me, you know, wacky, oh, the wacky edibles getting mixed in with everything else. This is a familiar sitcom premise, and that is the show to me. I felt like it was um, a familiar sitcom formula ex- <coughs> executed really well. The setting is interesting. Um, I like that it's, and I wanted to ask you about that. Um are you attracted to this in particular because it's Ireland? And that, you know, because you have an partly Irish background. Um, is that yeah. part of it? it? It isn't that because I'm not okay. that familiar with it. But yeah. to me, it's like uh, this is part of a girls group that I would have liked to have been part of when I was that age. Mm-hmm. They are good girls. But in their own way, they're they're very disrespectful and and find <laughs> yeah. themselves in the weirdest of of jams. Um, you know, for instance, at this wake, when they are now trying to get rid of the uh, tainted scones, they're trying to flush them down the toilet. Well, they end up in six inches of water <laughs> from the toilet that will not accept the scones and. Uh, you know the shame that comes with it, and um, just the 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 little the little uncomfortable. That's what I like the the little uncomfortable situations that come up. Uh, her mother seeing her aunt wearing the mother's mother's earrings, and she decides to take them off the the dead person because they belong to her mother and getting caught just tickles me because I can see how that would happen. I'm all for her taking her mother's earrings back (laughs) off the corpse. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You were on her side for that. I was, I was, you know, and they're justifying it saying that, well, they're not flattering to her. I mean, they just are missing <laughs> That's the right. whole point. That's true. Yeah. Um, and of course, her son, the, the, the dead person's son comes in and says, what are you doing? And those are my mother's earrings. Well, really, they're our mother's earrings. And oh, it just it's just uncomfortable enough to make me laugh. Um, so Mary, the the sensible mom, has a sister, Aunt Sarah, who is not sensible at all. Um, no. It's pretty, uh, I used the word daffy in the intro, and I think that's who I was thinking of. Um, Kathy, Kathy Kiera Clark is the name of the actor who portrays uh, Aunt Sarah, and she does an amazing job because she, I don't know how she maintains the mask of stupidity uh, yes. so well. Because this episode... Um, this episode begins at a wedding, like I said, and Aunt Sarah shows up in just a gorgeous white frock. <laughs> um, to <laughs> the understandable, yeah, to the understandable mortification of the bride herself, and they, you know, an argument and accusations ensue over this dress, and she, um, like, I don't know how the writing or the performance manages to maintain her ignorance, but I thought that was one of the funniest um, through lines in this very amusing episode. <laughs> I agree. 
I agree. And I thought that this episode in particular had all the parts that I wanted you to see, such as Uncle Calm. Oh, Calm, man. Oh, yeah. Who, yeah. <laughs> who can't tell a story without going down uh, every country road that it, that comes along. Yeah. He's just meandering and <laughs> everybody can't stand yeah. him. Yeah. And his wife, Susan. Oh, you may remember her down from the credit bureau. She it's. <laughs> Just, yeah, everything is a primrose path. Um, and the, you know, w- I, I think it was last week we were talking about um, your father, Boo. Yes, uh, yes. And his propensity for talking your ear off. Um, so, yeah, I appreciated that. Okay. I, what I appreciated most was how doggedly everyone else avoided getting buttonholed by yep. uh, Uncle Colm. Uh, right. Because um, that is a that is definitely a panic that I remember quite well. Yes, but you see how how you can relate to that, and yeah. probably most people know somebody sure. like that that can't tell a story without you know just without a mile in between the real story. If there ever is a real, if there story. ever is a story, just what I was going to say. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, because at one point they look over and. He's talking to somebody and they say, shall we rescue him? And uh, some, <laughs> yeah, somebody, that's right. Somebody says, I already did my part. I did my time. I'm, <laughs> it's, I'm- tr- it's so true to life that. Yeah. You know, um, it is. It's uh, I appreciate what you say about it. And I appreciate it a little more hearing you talk about it because it does accomplish that zaniness uh, that you talk about. But you're right that it's dialed in well, because like the. The wedding dress thing, the chatty uncle, um, the, <laughs> you know, the teenage girl who gets a hold of some drugs and doesn't quite know what to do with them. Um, they're all the zaniness is really dialed in nicely in that none of it felt like this would never happen. Like it was funny and over the top a little, but not yeah. like, OK, we're in wackadoo world now. Right, right. This is just uh, chaos. Yeah. Um, and of course, there's a payoff to this whole thing in that they get home and are sitting around their own kitchen table, the whole family. And uh, somebody says, uh, these were left over. So I brought them home yeah. and they unveil the <laughs> drugged scones. The the scones. That, yeah. Um, and everybody reaches for one. And that's it. That's the end of that- it. Yeah, it's a, it was a really tightly, um, yes. tightly scripted half hour. And I hope that you'll watch some of the other episodes. They're, they're not all as fine as this, but this was really, I thought, the uh, a good taste of all that happens. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I would watch it again. Okay. I was smiling and laughing a few times uh, the whole way through, so uh, hard to argue with that. Now, I also want to tell you, they appeared on the Great British Baking Show. Oh, they all did? They, uh, f- I think four or four of them did, I think. And that is an episode worth seeing also. Okay. I imagine that's on Netflix as well. Yes. They got all the Great British Baking stuff on there. Yes. You know, I uh, I appreciate what you say about it being a group of uh, girls that you wish you had had when you were that age. Yes. Um, and one of my favorite moments of the episode you had me watch um, was when uh, I think Erin's um, mom asks her, 
why did you bring all your friends to this wake? And she says, well, you know, you can't just have one of them. Like they travel as a unit, right. essentially. Right. And I loved that touch um, because that is how a group of friends can get when you're that age. And yes. it's just like you're not even separate people anymore. It's just one organism that kind of travels uh, and I mean, convenient for a sitcom, to be sure, but again, another thing that I sympathized with and felt like was uh, somewhat true to life. Yeah. Also, the one element that makes a group like that unpleasant is that none of them seem to be jealous of the other or they don't talk about each other. Makes it unpleasant? Well, that does. That is the reality of what happens in a group of girls. Is oh, that, oh, I see. I see. Yeah. yeah. And there is none of that in, in this show. <laughs> they, they're just all very accepting of each other and their quirks and, and what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to dial that in in real life. In real life. Right. Yeah. Right. What is your grade, mom, for Dairy Girls? I think you know this gets an A++ from me. Whoa! Clangs and whoops, clangs and whoops. An A double plus for Dairy Girls. You can find that on Netflix. Mom, do you have a recommendation this week? Well, More I from have... your long, uh, <laughs> your huge library now of uh, Hollywood B-list biographies. Autobiographies for the most part, right? Uh, no. No. Well, no, they're written by other people, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're biographies. Uh, this is soon to be your library. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, I, I read uh, Soupy Says over a person that you named your cat after. <laughs> um, I tried to say that sentence properly, but it didn't come out the right way. So, so now I'll just it. keep we talking. Yeah, keep talking. Uh, uh, it's, it is it is written by Soupy Sales, um, who was a, air quotes, children's performer. Uh, but he, uh, he had a lot of followers that were not only adults, but very big with the college age kids. Yeah. Um, uh, his act was all done on, with gum and a shoestring yeah. and a paperclip. And most of his shows did not survive, but there is a, a block of them that did. So you can get a glimpse of what he he did. And it's completely zany. And he he's one of with, the lunch with Soupy yes. Six was the name of the show. And it ran throughout the 50s and even into the mid 60s. So uh, about um, like 13 or 14 years it was on the air. <clears throat> Um, and then to, he was on game shows and such. Yeah, yeah, he was a game show regular. What's my line? He was on a lot, but he was on all of them. And he was one of the few people I read about that was very happy doing what he did. Mm, which, yeah, you mentioned that nice. last week, how rare that was. Yeah. yeah, one of the few people and seemed really very content with his life and what he accomplished and and just uh, seems like a, it was a it was a good read if you if you have any interest at all in soupy sales, and how can you not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you narrowed the audience for the book pretty uh, dramatically, but I if, did. What kind? You know, it's a story about a um, you know a twentieth century TV icon who has been largely forgotten in part because his shows uh, haven't survived, as you say, but also because 
there's not a huge market for reruns of uh, chintzy uh, children's. Right. Right. Chintzy kids shows. They were made to run and disappear forever. Um, right. But uh, yeah, it's a life of. So he was happy with his life then. He was happy with it his life. It always seemed that way. It did. This book didn't talk much about his personal life. Uh, it did mention that he was married, divorced, and married again. You know, I don't know if that is omission by unhappiness or... Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll just take it at face value and just say he seemed content with his life. Maybe he was a private guy, right? Yeah, maybe. So that Soupy Says by Soupy Sales or someone else? By Soupy Sales. Uh, all right. That'll do it for this week's edition of Pop Mom. Mom and I will be back next week to talk about more pop culture. What should we talk about, Mom? Donuts. <laughs> Something interesting. Something interesting. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends. We love to get email. It's popmom at ological.net. Talk to us about anything. We love you. Mom and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now, Mom. Bye, Johnny. I love you. Love you, too.